Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Turning Up the Turners podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help people find their identity in Christ and to realize that you can accomplish anything you set out to do and to reach my generation with the good news of Jesus Christ, showing how people can live pure, fearless, and a life full of freedom. Here are your hosts. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of Turning Up the Turners. Yes. We are super excited. Um, Last week was awesome Mm -hmm. um talking about obedience and what that looks like to obey the lord um guys we're just we're super excited even with the last two podcasts that we've done the testimonies and really the encouragement of what you know this is doing for people um we're we're actually just super excited uh at what all god's doing but um babe tell them what we're going to be talking about today today we are going to be talking about as a Christian, as a child of God, things that are poison to your heart. Mm. You know? Come on. You know, because God, you know, he's continuing. What's the title? What's the title of this message? Poison to your heart. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Poison to your heart. Figure it out later, okay? Poison to your heart. But we're going to, that's what we're really talking about today, though. We're going to be talking about poison Stop. to your heart. We're really going to be talking about things that are poisonous to your heart, you know? And there's, you know, there's God, we're continuing, we're, we continually be made more like Jesus, you know, and there's things that God constantly has to remove, you know, and I think it's important that we stay in a place where we're like, you know, God searched me, you know, God created me a clean, clean hands and a pure heart, Amen. you know, the Bible says who can ascend to the hill of the Lord, those Come with on. clean hands and a pure heart, Absolutely. you know, and I think being a person with clean hands and a pure heart is being someone that can humble themselves before the Lord and yeah. say, God, whatever's in me that's not of you, God, remove it, you know? God, search my heart. Like David prayed in Psalms, Lord, search my heart. You know, cast yeah. me not away from your presence, you yeah. know? Remove anything that's, that's not good. of you. Never get so big-headed yeah. that you can't humble yourself and even apologize for things. Yeah, like, that's true. I mean... That's, that that's that what shows happened. maturity yeah, and that shows really character. You know? It really does. It shows that you have the heart of David. You have the heart, you know, after your father's heart. Yeah. Or after the father's heart. Yeah. Like, you know, when you can actually admit to something, yeah. you know, man, I, I dropped the ball on this thing. But all right, let's go. Let's keep going. There's yeah. so many people that are like, oh, no, I can't. I can't do this. I just got to bury this. I can't. I can't admit my faults. I can't do this. And it's like you're just you, you're just tying your hands up. You're, and you're tying the yeah. Lord's hands up from yeah. doing anything in your life. Yeah. And I, I think that that's how we be, made, we be made more like him. Yeah. You know, by coming before him and, and letting him change us, you know, being humble enough to know that, that we're not perfect. You know, the Bible says there's only one perfect, you know, and that's Jesus. Amen. You know, uh, I heard someone once say, well, Jesus is in me, so I'm perfect. And okay, but Jesus never sinned, you know. That's facts. <laughs> That is facts. <laughs> and anybody that says, you know, well, I don't sin anymore. I need you to pray for me because um, that's crazy. Like, you know, sin isn't just like adulter, you know, being adulterous, you know, being an uh, mm-hmm. adulterer, uh, looking at porn, doing these, you know, doing these huge things that we think of as sin. You know, sin is also... Yeah. You know, telling somebody at your job you're not coming in today because you're sick, and but you're not <laughs> sick. Like that is sin. Yeah. You just sinned. Now, whether or not you're like, oh, well, it's not 
it's well, not, not a big living deal. in sin. I do think there is a difference. There is a between, big difference between living in sin yes. and messing up. Yeah, let's make that trade. <laughs> Very big difference. Uh, you cannot live in sin. Yeah, no, not at all. And expect to go to heaven. Expect to have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You cannot live a life of sin. Mm-hmm. Sin separates you from God. Sin separates <laughs> you from God. Bottom line. But if you mess up, you know, don't beat your don't beat yourself over the head. Don't let other people beat you over the head. Get back up and start running after God. Throw those things to the side. You know, obviously don't keep doing it. If you messed mm-hmm. up, don't three weeks down the road do it again and yeah. be like, ah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it is a process, but make sure you're coming out, not going further mm-hmm. in. You yeah. know, don't stay in your sin. Come out, but keep going, baby. Yeah. I, I was rambling our last podcast, and uh, I kind of got rebuked by my wife. So um, I did not. So you, you go, babe. Yeah, so I... floor is yours. I'm just saying, you know... People love you anyways. People love you, babe. Having a growth mindset is being able to understand, you know, that you're being made more like Jesus every single day. And that's allowing the pruning, you know? That's allowing God to prune. You know, the Bible says that every fruit that... Every tree that bears good fruit, you know, there's there's pruning, you know? And I love that. When when we're being pruned... It's so that we can, you know, bear more fruit. Yeah. That's what pruning is. Pruning is so that you can bear more fruit. Amen. Which is, I love that because, you know, so many times we look at pruning as like, oh, uh, what? As God, <laughs> you know, oh God, you're taking this away from me or God. No, pruning is so that you can bear more fruit in your life so that yeah. you can have more peace so that you can have more joy. So that you can love other people more well, you know? That's what pruning does. And, all right, so we're going to get into things that are poison in the heart. Go ahead, babe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's good. Ephesians 5, verse 31. That's where we're going to start off. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Mm. Instead... Be kind to each other. Mm. A lot of people lose that. A lot, mm. especially in ministry. Yeah. You know, they're like. I mean, look at Saul, you know. He started out great, you know. He's, he was a, appointed. And a lot of people don't realize that. They're a, like, I would never be like King Saul. Yeah. Oh, King Saul probably said that about someone else. He <laughs> right. was like, I would never be like that. I love Jesus. Right. I lo- or I love God. I would never. Mm-hmm. Like and we're going we're gonna to go into that, too, because he didn't start out like that. No. And most of us, we don't start out like that. But somewhere in his life, there was poison that yeah. got in his heart. He lets those jealousy. little, little, little things, yeah, those it, little attacks, mm-hmm. those little seeds that the devil throws at you. Yep. Whether and, it's jealousy, yep. anger, that whole thing you just named, bitterness, rage, you know, envy. Yep. Slander. All those all things. Them. Slander. You, you don't, you know, you can only go so long of not correcting yourself or coming before the Lord and getting correction from him. You can only go so long before... Your, every everything inside of you is just poison, and you know, because those little things that you allow in lead to other things. Yeah, you allow that unforgiveness in, all of a suck, all of a sudden you're bitter, you're angry, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't and don't be that person that apologizes to God because you messed up, and then the next day you go do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people live that lifestyle. Well, I live a constant life of repentance. Okay, so you're telling me if you're married and your spouse <laughs> cheats on you. And, you know, that spouse apologizes, you know, and you, you take the, your spouse back, whatever. And 
you could, you know, she's, she or he's saying sorry, all these things. And then they go back and do it the next day or next week. And they say, oh, I messed up again, but I am really sorry. I am really sorry. And then if you're really bold, you take her, take the person back again. And then it happens again the third week in a row. And you're, is that, is that true repentance? Nope. Is that true, you know, turning away? No, you're sorry. Most people are sorry because they got caught. Mm-hmm. Most people want to apologize to God, honestly, because they're scared to go to hell. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with their reverence or love for God yeah. or fear of God. Mm-hmm. Their, their fear is to go to hell. And, you know, and people don't have the love, you know, their hearts aren't pure mm-hmm. because they keep sinning against God. Yeah. They live a lifestyle of sin against God. Mm-hmm. And you can't let, you can't let your heart be taken over mm-hmm. by, you know, these seeds because the devil will come with little seeds and he'll throw them at you and you have to make the decision. Are you going to let them, you know, sit in your mind? Are you going to let them sit in your heart? Because everything comes in this way. It all comes in this way. It comes through your eyes, comes through your, through your ears, and you have a decision whether you let that come into mm-hmm. your heart or you say, no, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. We're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to follow the word of God. Are you going to declare the word of God when these thoughts come? Are you going to declare the word of God? You know, are you going to surround yourself with people that are gossiping about you or about other people? Because mm-hmm. I want to say, if people are gossiping about others in front of you, they're gossiping about you when you're not around as well. Gossip is contagious. And if you allow it to come into your life on you, you indulge in it. You might not be talking trash about other people right now, mm-hmm. but if you surround yourself with them and you start laughing here and there, ooh, that, that one was actually kind of funny. No, then you start to realize mm-hmm. that you are gossiping. And that's the same with every single thing, not just gossip. Mm-hmm. The, if you surround yourself with these people and you let this you know, these thoughts come, you let this, these evil desires come and you start laughing at it. You start making jokes that you wouldn't make and your heart starts getting colder and colder to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will tug in your heart. Mm-hmm. When something's not right, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, that's not right. You need to stop doing that. You need to stop saying that about that person. You need to stop going in the path of what you're going. Yeah. And you have to make a decision whether you're going to mm-hmm. listen and be like, sorry, Lord, be humble Sorry, Lord, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry, Lord, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. I have literally done it to where I've talked about somebody and I didn't even mean to talk trash mm-hmm. about them. It just kind of like, it was just, it kind of came out. And the moment I said it, the Lord was like, yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Lord, I didn't mean to say this. And the Lord's like, okay, it's fine. Call them and tell them you're sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, heck no. <laughs> I ain't doing that. I'm sorry, but I ain't doing that. But I had a decision if I wouldn't have humbled myself and called them to apologize, because most of the time they're like, bro, that's not even a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. why would you even call me? Trust mm-hmm. me, I wouldn't have, yeah. but the Lord told me to do it yeah. and I needed to do it. And because your, time, heart will, your heart will get hardened if you don't obey, as we were talking mm-hmm. about last week. If you don't obey, if you don't listen and let the Lord continue to purify your heart. Yeah. And most of the time, like, it's not for that person. It's for you, you know? A hundred percent at the time. Yeah. Like, 100% like it's for you. And I just love that, you know, as you continue your walk with Jesus, he's, con- he's constantly there. You know, he's a, he's a corrector. Yeah. You know, he's a good father. He's not going to let you walk around and just, you know, act like you're, you're a part of this world, you know? Like you represent, you now represent the kingdom of heaven, mm. you know? And we, we have a choice if we're going to walk in love, if we're going to walk in, you know, the fruit of the spirit. 
And that's by not letting those things that the enemy wants to, those seeds that he wants to plant in your heart, by not letting them poison your heart, you know? Yeah. Like you were just talking about gossip. Uh, I'm going to talk about like unforgiveness now, you know? Like it's mm. like, cause that was just reminding me of that. Like that's not for the other person. That's for you, yeah. you know? Like, and you're like, well, how do I know? Like, can I tell you if there's anything like that you feel against someone, then like, there might be a little bit of, you know, something you need to forgive or just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like if that name gets brought up and you're like, oh, uh, guys, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, uh, oh, yeah, that, mm, I that's remember some there was a time where I, I had so much unforgiveness towards someone in offense. And I'm like, every time I'm like, no, I forgive them. No, I forgive them. But every time their name was brought up, I was like, forget <laughs> them. Like, you know, and like I had to literally get to a place where I'm like, no, God, like. Like, I had to start praying, you know, like, you know, God, bless them. God, you know, you know, really just get before the Lord and let him do a, a correction in my heart, you know. And now it's like, when I think of people, I'm just like, no, I love them, you know. Like, they, they might have done you wrong, you know. They, they might have hurt you. They might have, you know, hurt your family. Whatever they might have done, you know. You have to get to a place where you're like, no, I forgive you. You know why? Because Jesus loves you. Because Jesus has a plan for you. Amen. If you're the most screwed up person, you know, God still loves them. And that forgiveness isn't for that person. That forgiveness is for you so that you can walk in freedom. So that people don't take up, take up space in your head. You know what I mean? So that you can walk completely free with your mind fixed and focused on Jesus. You know? Like unforgiveness is so poison, poisonous to your heart. You know? It's, it's literally like it's demonic. You know? Yeah. The yep. devil wants you... <clears throat> The devil wants you because when you when you can't forgive someone, it's like your hands are like tied behind your back. Like yeah. you just, well, and you're tying God's hands too. Yeah, it's like well, can't do anything for you. Well, they hurt me. Okay, we're all human, you know. Like I'm sure there's people that you've hurt before, you know. Like, and you know, we all want to be forgiven, you know. And Jesus even said, He said, if you can't forgive, then your Father in heaven can't forgive you. Yep. And pe so many people have been taken out the devil has taken out by them not being able to forgive you know when you can't forgive someone you're now placing that person above god yeah. you know like 100%. you're saying nope well and i just want to say that and i'll let you keep going if anyone has the um excuse if anyone had the excuse not to forgive somebody and be mad and be offended it was jesus jesus literally lived a life free from sin he never sinned. He never messed up. He lived a perfect, holy life. And yet he was beaten. Yet he was mocked. Yet he was spit on. Yet he was whipped. Yet he was crucified. And guess what? Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And you think you have the right mm. because someone called you fat on Instagram to get offended and let that offense send you to hell because somebody called you overweight, because someone called you fat. Because, like, and you know, it is kind of funny, but I'm being serious right now. Like, little things that people get offended over, it's absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Jesus literally was beat, mocked, all these different things crucified. And he said, Forgive them, Father. They know they know not what they do. Yeah, it's true. That's the love of the Father. Yeah. When somebody people come against you, I want to tell you right now, last year, the most hate that I have gotten in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into it, but 
I had people come against me. I had people talk so much trash about me. I had people mm-hmm. say I'm not a man of God, that I'm not worthy of the calling that's on my life, that I'm not going to fulfill anything in life, that I'm just, mm-hmm. that I'm literally not going to do anything with my life. And I had a chance. I had a choice. Am I going to be offended at everyone that I thought was there for me? Yeah. Am I going to be offended at people that talk trash about me? Or am I going to say, no, I know what my father said about yeah. me. I know that even when I would... Even when I was in the miry clay, Jesus yeah. picked me up Amen. and he set my feet on a solid rock Come to stand. On. Am I going to get offended or am I going to think, no, while I was yet a sinner, Jesus came and died Come for on. me. That's so good. No, I'm going to serve the Lord and I'm not going to get offended by people, what they say against me. And I know I've realized with the call that's on mine and my wife's life, you can say, wow, you think you're that called, huh? I know we're called. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to try to say we're something because we're nothing without Jesus. Yeah. But I know the call that God's placed on our lives. It actually excited me when all these people came against me. Oh, you're in rebellion. You're doing this, all these different things. Which last year there was a point in my life that was not so good in my life, but God brought me out of it. Come on. And um but this is the thing where God's taking us so many more people are going to talk trash about us. Mm-hmm. So many people are going to make up stories. I even heard my wife, when we were dating, told me stories about me and my ex-relationship. You know, And I'm just going to be real. The stories that people were saying about me, that I was doing certain things, and blah, blah, blah. When I was in a relationship, I, I was like, <laughs> I did? Like, I literally was like, wow, thanks for telling me, because I didn't even know I did that. Wow. And it... The, the thing is, people are going to say trash about you all the days of your life. Yeah. People are going to act yeah. like they're in their corner, but they're actually praying against you in silent. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that are talking trash, gossiping about you. But guess what? God is for you. Come on. And if God is for you, yeah, no man can matter. be against you. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that could be against you. There's no hell. There's nothing that can stand against somebody that is living for God, that has a heart pure, that has a heart holy, and that is set apart for the kingdom of God Amen. and that will not let offense get in their life. Yeah. And again, I'm talking, babe, you take the floor. No, this is good. I'm, I'm receiving. This is good. But yeah, guys, it's, it's, that's good. You know, the enemy, he came to steal, kill and destroy. Yep. And that's what he wants. He wants you out of the will of God. He wants you full of anger. He wants you and he'll use people. That's all he does. He'll use people. And people that to you try look to up take to you too. Out. Yeah. People that and mean something to you. That's why it's so important that you don't place man on a pedestal. Yeah, you know? that's so good. Go into that. Because you're going to, you know, if you place that person on the pedestal, everything they say is right. You know, <laughs> it's it's the way to go. It's, you know, going to tell you to jump off a bridge. You're going to jump off a bridge. You have to understand that they're just human. They're they're like you and me, you know? Yeah, it's good. They're the, you know, we're all human. Yeah. Like you have to put God, God is the ultimate, you know, and no matter what you have to obey him, no matter who's coming against you, no matter who's, you know, telling you how to live your life, you have to make a decision. No, I'm going to obey the word of God. I'm not going to let unforgiveness be in my heart. I'm not going to let, you know, what people say about me, take me out and make me far from God. Well, it's like I had one time I had a man of God tell me because I get, I have tattoos and that I actively still get tattoos that I'm going to go to hell, mm-hmm. that I'm not, that I'm not going to be able to be used by God mm-hmm. and all these different things. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, pastor, can you show me that in the Bible? Can you show me in the Bible? I'll stop getting tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll stop doing this. And then the pastor goes, well, in Bishop blah, blah, blah's book, it's, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I follow the word of God. Right. I get it. 
and the bishop that he mentioned, powerful, powerful, powerful mm-hmm. man of God. And I admire him. I honor that man of God. But I will honor the word of God over any man of God. Mm-hmm. I stick to this word. And many people get their own revelation, all that, that. That's great. But if it doesn't say it in this word, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. If it says it in this word, then I'm doing it. You know, well, what about in Leviticus? What about in Leviticus? It also says not to trim your beard. It also says not to cut your hair. It also says not to mm-hmm. eat meat. So any of y'all eating meat right now, y'all are disqualified from the call of God. Yeah. Any of y'all that cut your hair and try to look nice, anyone that trims your beard and tries to look good, <laughs> you are disqualified from the call of God and you should just throw in the towel. Guys, and we're actually gonna make a podcast because I did a poll a couple months ago on doing a podcast on tattoos. And even if it's just me, I, I might do it. Yeah, but let's do it. I know there's a lot of people that said to do it, so I'm gonna do it. But I'm not gonna get into that. But don't be so religious. Don't and and realize if you're gonna take something from the word of God and twist it, you get the whole um, what is it, context of that scripture. Get the context. For one, the Bible says, Don't mark yourself of the dead. If you look at my body, there's no tattoos that says my dead mom or like my great ancestor or skulls, you know? And if you have that, if you have these different things, like I'm not even coming against you. I'm not against tattoos at all. But you know, if you're getting demonic stuff, yeah, like chill, like don't Mm -hmm. be doing all that stuff. But save that for that podcast. Oh yeah, I know. I'm getting, I'm I'm totally getting off on this, but guys, it's coming soon. I know you guys, so. Anyways, guys. um, So we're going to start to wrap this up. Yeah, babe, you end it. Yeah, so I just, I really want you to just, you know, ask God, you know, search my heart. Is there unforgiveness? Maybe someone's popping up in your head right now, you know? Am I just full of anger and I just get angry for no reason, you know? Like, is, is there, am I a gossip, you know? Am I full of bitterness? Am I, do I compare myself? Am I full of envy, you know? Is, am I constantly looking at other people's lives, wishing that that was my life, you mm. know? Like, all these things, and, you know, Covet. there's no way... Coveting. Is, there's no way that you can walk in freedom with all these things on you, you know? Yeah. Like the Bible literally says, he says, cast all your cares onto me for I care for you. And you stop know? comparing your life to other people's lives. Yeah. Like God wants Our to do something unique. Our lives aren't even going to look the same. God you know? wants to do something unique with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't need any more carbon copies. You know, we don't, we don't need another Elliot. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eli, calm down, calm down there. Calm down there, buddy. Like we don't need another one of your pastors, true, you know? You see people out here like just trying to carbon copy themselves, look, being like other people, trying to preach like other people, trying to. It couldn't be another one of me, by the way. <laughs> trying to be like other people. It's like we don't need another one. We need you. God placed you here for a reason, you know. God's called you for a reason, and no one's going to be able to do what God called yeah. you to do, you know. And you're not going to be able to do what someone else is doing, you know. God called that person. We're all unique in our own ways, and carrying all those things, you know, it's just heavy, you know. Like, I can't imagine waking up every day comparing my life. Like, that's so heavy. You're not walking in freedom like that. Yeah. I can't imagine wake up, waking up every day thinking about another person and how they hurt me because I'm still dealing with unforgiveness. Like, that's not, we're not called to walk in that. We're called to run this race and with, with freedom, with yeah. no weights on our shoulders, you yeah. know? So I just want to encourage you today, you know? For- unforgiveness will hold you from healing too. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing people don't realize. You know, they're waiting for their healing. They're waiting for their miracle. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Why am I not getting healed? It's been years. And the person had unforgiveness. The mm-hmm. moment they let their dad go, the moment they let that boy, that girl go, the moment mm-hmm. they let whatever that hurt, that trauma was from, 
boom, now their healing comes. Now their miracle comes. So don't let unforgiveness clog you from what God has for you and the blessings that God has for you. And and don't let offense either, you know? Maybe a church hurt you. The church, (laughs) you know, they're not perfect. We're all human, you know? Maybe maybe a pastor hurt you. Maybe we're we're all human. (laughs) Even your pastor is human, you know? But, Mm. like... You can't let that be the determining factor of your life. You know, maybe you're stuck. Maybe you've been in the same spot for the last few years. Maybe you've just been in this cycle and you're like, God, why? I just want to move forward in my life. You know, it's time for you to forgive. Yeah. It's time for you to cry out and say, God, create in me clean hands and a pure heart. God, remove anything that's there. And can I tell you, he wants to do it. He's just waiting on you. He's waiting for, for, your, for your attention to be fully fixed on him. Yeah. He's waiting for you. So I just want to encourage you. It's time for us to get before God and say, search us, O God. You know, I'm not perfect. God, search me. Create in me clean hands and a pure heart so that I can walk in the purpose and the plans that I have for you. Because all these things will hold you bound to your past. All these things will hold you you in the same spot. And it's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to to walk in victory. It's time for you to start taking ground for the kingdom of God. And you can only do that when you're walking in freedom, you know? Amen. So... We love you guys. I pray, pray for them, baby. Yeah, I was going to say, pray I just feel like praying for you guys listening. So, so Jesus, right now, Father, we just ask God, no matter where you are, Lord, would your presence fill that place, whether they're in your, their car, whether they're in their house, God, wherever they are, would your presence come and invade that atmosphere right now? And I thank you, Jesus, that you would bring up the things that they've been holding back from you, God. You'd bring up the things that have been poisoned to their heart, poisoned to their life, God, things that have been keeping them from the future that you have planned for them. So I thank you, Jesus, right now, Father, we break any lie of the enemy. We yes. break any attachment from their past, Jesus. Yes, and Father, Jesus. we choose to walk in forgiveness. We choose to walk in freedom, complete freedom. God, we let go of any offense. Jesus, we ask, God, would we have repentance, repentant hearts before you, Jesus? Yes, Father, we repent for anything, God, that wasn't of you that we attached ourselves to. And Jesus, would you just, God, create in us clean hands and a pure heart, God? And would that continue to be our cry out to you, Jesus, day by day, God, as you bring us from glory to glory and yes, as we Jesus. walk in victory and take ground for your kingdom? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. (laughs) Well, we love you guys and we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Turning Up the Turners. We pray that this episode encouraged you and built your faith. Make sure you share this episode and subscribe. We will see you next time.